Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast. I'm Haley Luckadoo, educator, website designer, wedding planner, and big dreamer who took a hobby business born out of a college dorm room and turned it into a successful multi-business empire. I run on hard work and Dr. Pepper, and if it comes in pink, you better believe I want it. This podcast is for women in almost any industry who want the resources and inspiration to do what sets their soul on fire. I'll interview women who are exceptional at what they do to bring you the tools and knowledge that you need to succeed and to create the life you dream of. and welcome back to another episode of Females on Fire. I am so excited about today's episode because we have another solo show for you, and I'm going to be talking all about one of my favorite platforms to use for my business, and I'm sure that a lot of you love it too, and that is Pinterest. Pinterest is such a great platform for my business because it brings me so much more website traffic and in turn, so much more revenue, which is what we all want, right? Pinterest is even better than Instagram, if you can believe it. It has been such a moneymaker for me and gotten my work in front of so many more people than what I would have been able to do without Pinterest. So if you're not using Pinterest for your business, and you're sitting here thinking, I thought Pinterest was just for saving recipes and home decor and DIY project ideas, you are wrong. You will absolutely love what Pinterest can do for your business, so I highly recommend that you go ahead and start using it that way. If you're already using Pinterest for your business, you may still be struggling at actually getting your work in front of the right audience and in front of viewers and getting the right eyes on it. Or maybe you're just struggling with how Pinterest actually works for your business. Where do you spend your time? What things should you be putting your efforts into? And how do you really make it work? So that is what I want to talk a little bit about today. And I am going to be telling you about five super easy and very quick steps that you can take to go ahead and make your Pinterest so much better. This is by no means a intermediate or expert level topic. This is not going to make your Pinterest viewership explode, especially overnight. But these are five just really quick little things that you may not be doing or may not even realize you should be doing that I guarantee are going to get you some more viewers, some more repins, and some more click-throughs. These steps are really going to help you boost your Pinterest traffic, which inevitably boosts your website traffic, your revenue, more clients, more customers, whatever it is that you need, it is definitely going to help a little bit. Now, I do want to start off by saying that even when you implement these five steps, it's going to take time. If you haven't already heard this, Pinterest is absolutely not a social media platform. It is a search engine. 
So you have to stop thinking of Pinterest like Instagram and start thinking of it like Google. So on Instagram, you post pretty content and write fun or moving captions and you have to use the right hashtags. But with Google, you're setting your website up so that it has the right SEO tactics to really get you on those first few pages. Pinterest is the same way. You've got to be using the right tactics and the right strategies to really make your pins show up at the top and show up more often. Keep in mind, just like SEO on your website, implementation of these steps is going to take time. So you may go knock all of them out today, but you're not gonna start seeing results for a couple of weeks or maybe even a couple of months, just depending on what industry you are in. So I just wanted to put that disclaimer out there, but I promise you that in the long run, these quick, easy steps are going to make it so much better for your Pinterest and your business. So let's dive in. This is gonna be fun, you guys. So number one is the absolute biggest step that I'm going to tell you today. So if you don't listen to anything else in this episode, please at least go and do step number one. Step number one is your boards. Let's talk about your boards. I'm sure you already know, but Pinterest boards are much like categories. So that's how you categorize your pins. And they should be relevant to whatever industry you're in, whatever work that you're doing. So for example, if you are a wedding planner, you may have ceremony ideas and then another board for reception ideas and another board for, you know, maybe you do bridal showers or engagement parties. And so you've got ideas for those. Um, maybe you've got a centerpiece decor board or something like that. You know, photography, maybe you do a couple sessions and you do weddings and you do newborns. So you would want separate boards for all of those things. What you don't want is categories that are not relevant to the work that you are doing. So again, with our wedding planner or wedding photographer example, if people are searching you out on Pinterest and you're using it for your business and you want them to come across your work, you don't want them to be scrolling through your Pinterest and see these beautiful weddings and beautiful couple sessions and maybe some fun beach photography and all of a sudden come up on DIY projects or recipes that you can cook for dinner. Those are not relevant to what they're looking at you for. So we've got to clean those out. If you're in an influencer space, maybe you run a lifestyle blog, things like that, you can kind of get away with doing something a little different. So my personal Pinterest, for example, is more of a lifestyle influencer space. So I do still have some recipes, some fashion, some home decor, along with all of the business stuff. But if you're looking for clients or customers in a very specific niche or industry, you want your Pinterest to reflect that. Think about the way that you post on your website or the way that you post on your social medias like Facebook and Instagram. If you're not posting recipes, cute clothes, DIY projects that you did, etc., on those platforms, you shouldn't be posting it on Pinterest either. If you are, 
posting at other places, then it's fine to post on Pinterest. That's my rule of thumb. If you're posting at other places, it's fine. If not, maybe leave it off. And what we're going to want to do is really clean up those boards, make it super relevant to your work and your industry. So if you want to keep those recipe boards, fashion boards, decor boards, whatever it is that you're loving, if it's fitness related, take those boards and make them secret. What that's going to do is make sure that your viewers can't see it, but you still can. So if you want to refer back to those workout routines, dinner recipes, whatever else, you still have them available to you. If you don't want to make them secret, I would just recommend making a separate Pinterest profile that's your sort of personal profile where you pin those types of things. But we want to keep the profile that you're trying to drive traffic to as relevant as possible to the work that you're actually doing. And that means pinning relevant pins too. So make sure that whatever your board category is, your board title, that the pins on that board are super relevant to that topic. So if you have weddings, for example, and you're a photographer, you want everything on that board to be wedding photography. You don't want to start mixing photography styles or start putting out outfit ideas for sessions on that board. That would be where we would want to make a separate board for that. So keep all of your content very, very relevant to whatever the specific board category is. Last thing about your boards is make sure you have a lot of them. I see so many Pinterest accounts where they are filling up boards like crazy, but they only have like three or four boards. It's not going to benefit you to have three or four boards with 10,000 pins on each of them. There's definitely a way that you could break those up into more boards with less pins. Obviously, we want a lot of pins too, but let's make sure that everything's super clean, super relevant, super easy for your viewers to look through. So make more and more boards. I highly recommend that you have at least 20. Shoot for 20 at first, but you can have up to 500. Pinterest allows you to have 500 boards. Now, granted, I don't know anyone that actually has 500 boards, and I cannot imagine the chaos that ensues when you try to actually scroll through and manage 500 different boards. But shoot for like 20 to 25 and try that and see if you can make that work. Pin relevant content to all 20 or 25 of those boards and make sure the titles are super relevant to the work that you're doing. I guarantee this step alone will increase your Pinterest traffic eventually. Step two is a fun one. You can get really, really creative with this, but what I want you to do is create board covers. Now, a lot of people think that this has nothing to do with the traffic that comes to your Pinterest, but I completely disagree. Number one, it just looks pretty. It looks so much better. And when things look better, they tend to drive more traffic. So people saying that this doesn't affect your Pinterest algorithm and things like that, maybe that's true. But all in all, I do think it's going to get you more traffic and more viewers. 
So board covers are simply that. It is the, the cover photo that you see for each board. So what I recommend doing is creating these maybe in Canva or InDesign or some sort of program like that, or even hiring a graphic designer to do a few of these for you. Have the title of the board on the cover in whatever font you usually use for your brand or business and make it pretty, make it branded to your company or your brand or your business. Whatever colors you use, you know, whatever fonts or styles, if you, you know, like geometric shapes or you want to put a picture in the background, whatever it is, just make it look like it matches or complements your website, your social media, any of your branding on business cards or brochures, or if you have a storefront, make sure it's super branded so that when people look at it, they instantly think, of you and your business. When you're designing these board covers, they don't have to be fancy. You could easily just put a colored background with some text on it, and it's gonna look better than not having any board covers at all. Just make something quick and simple, make sure the dimensions are perfectly square, and then upload them to the boards and set them as board covers. I promise, it's going to make your Pinterest look so much more organized and branded to your company. And people are going to think that it is beautiful and it's going to make them want to go check out your boards and your pins, which of course will lead them to your website or your blog or whatever you have it linked to. So these are the perfect way to implement your branding into your Pinterest and really make it look more like a business and less like someone's personal account. Step number three is your board descriptions. So this is when you click on the board and sometimes you'll see people have a paragraph up there at the top talking about what types of pins are on that board. Those are your board descriptions and those need to be very specific. You want those to be lengthy paragraphs with full sentences, just one nice thick paragraph with complete sentences, proper spelling, proper grammar, proper punctuation. We want it to have all of that. When people read it, you want them to know what's on the board. You want them to know why they need to see it, why it's relevant to them. But you also want to use keywords or keyword phrases. In this case, it doesn't have to be one word specifically. It can be a phrase. But in that paragraph, you want to throw in keywords and phrases that you know people are searching when looking for your type of work or your industry. So going back to our photographer example, if you've got boards for couple sessions, newborn sessions, and weddings, then on the wedding board, you want a board description that uses keywords like wedding photographer or wedding photography, or your special day, or the couple, or the wedding party, or things like that. Whatever pins are on that board, you wanna pull those types of keywords because that's what people are searching for. So for example, your paragraph might say, this board contains some examples of our wedding photography work. 
We absolutely love working with our couples and capturing every aspect of their special day from first looks to wedding party photos to centerpieces and more. We have it all covered and we would love to work with you for your special day as well. That is a perfect board description. It's complete sentences. It's a nice quick paragraph. It's an easy read and it used tons of keywords that are very specific to wedding photography. Those keywords are searchable terms that people are typing into Pinterest that's going to make your pins and your boards come up. So we want every single board to have these board descriptions with nice relevant keywords to make sure that the Pinterest algorithm is recognizing what exactly you're all about, what the board is all about and what your business represents. So make sure your board descriptions are on point. Number four is a super quick one. Update your bio. So you have a quick little bio section. It only allows for so many characters, but you want it to tell people exactly what you do. If they read your bio, they should not be wondering what you do or who you do it for. Your bio should very clearly let them know what that is. And if you have room, it should point them to something specific on your website. So maybe you have a freebie for them or a quiz that they can take, or you just want them to check out your packages on your website, whatever it is, say something specifically that makes them want to click on your website. Which brings me to the next point, make sure that your website is listed in your bio. There's a specific place for you to put in your website and you should absolutely have it linked there for people to click on. Also make sure that you've got your name in there. So maybe it's your name, maybe it's your business name, use whichever one you prefer. If you can fit both in there, maybe you do that instead. However you wanna do it, make sure your name very clearly says who you are and make sure your profile photo is nice, clean, recognizable images of either yourself or your team or your company logo. Something that your viewers will recognize if they already know your business. So that's just a quick, easy step for updating your bio, making sure that everything there is clean and running smoothly. With that, you also want to try to use a few keywords in your bio as well. Just make sure that with your board descriptions and your bio, that you're not keyword stuffing. That means that you're just trying to shove as many keywords in that paragraph as possible with no regard to it being complete sentences or really making any sense at all. So make sure you're not keyword stuffing, but you're using just the right amount of keywords to let Pinterest and your viewers know what you're all about. And last but not least, step number five may seem really obvious, but you'd be amazed how many people are not doing it. And that is to pin. You have got to pin consistently and with intention. This is so important. If you have the prettiest Pinterest in the world and you are pinning two pins a month, you should not be wondering why you're not getting viewers because it's painfully obvious why you're not. 
So make sure that you are pinning. Just a couple pins a day will do it. The more you can pin, the better. And now Pinterest allows you to actually schedule pins out in advance, which is super awesome. If you don't wanna do it directly on Pinterest, I recommend Tailwind. It's a quick, easy tool that lets you know your best times to pin and allows you to schedule them out in advance. So sit down at the beginning of the month and just schedule tons of pins for every day and every week so that you're constantly pushing out new content on your Pinterest boards. Now, a lot of people hear this and they think, oh my gosh, I don't have enough content to be constantly pinning every day. I don't write enough blogs. I don't do enough podcast episodes. I don't have as many freebies. I don't have that content to put out there. It does not always have to be your content. You can pin other people's content. When you repin something from someone else, it's still their pin. So it's still theirs. They're still getting credit for it. It still links to their site, but it benefits you to pin some other people's stuff if it's relevant to your boards and relevant to the content that you're pinning yourself. A lot of people think that pinning other people's stuff is bad and it's not, I promise. With that, you do want to be pinning more of your own content than you are someone else's, but I guarantee that pinning someone else's content is going to give you a quick little boost that you need to get some more viewers on your content as well. If you're having trouble coming up with more and more content, take the content you already have and rework it. So for every blog post that I write, I create five or six different pins. They're different styles, the design is different, the text and the pictures and the whole setup of the pin is completely different. So none of the five or six of them look the same, but they are all relevant to the same blog post and they'll get pinned over time. So I'll pin one right when the blog goes live, maybe one a few days later, one a week later, one a month later, and one three months from now. And it pushes that same blog post over and over and over again in different ways. Do this with all of your content, blog posts, podcast episodes, quizzes, freebies, your packages, tips that you put out, whatever you've got, put it out over and over and over again in different ways and different styles because one style may appeal to someone more than another. So you wanna get as many people on that piece of content on your website as possible. So pinning consistently, pinning relevant things, pinning as much as you can is going to make a big difference on how many viewers you get and how much traffic you get to your website. And we know that that all relates to how much money you're able to bring in from clients and customers. So pin, pin, pin all the time. If this seems like a lot of work to you and you feel like you just don't have time to schedule out all of these pins and manage your Pinterest, did you know that my virtual assistant company, Peonies on the Port, offers Pinterest management services? So not going to spend a lot of time pitching you my services, but if it's something you've been considering hiring someone for, 
definitely consider us, send us a quick email, and mention this episode to get 10% off of any of our Pinterest management packages. I promise we will help you with pinning consistently, pinning great content, and making sure that your viewer numbers and your engagement numbers are going up and you're driving more traffic to your website. So there you go. There are five super quick, super easy little tips that you can take and over the next couple of days or weeks, really implement them on your Pinterest account to make sure that you are boosting those numbers and really driving more traffic to your site and putting more money in your pocket. I hope that you really enjoyed this episode today and hope that these steps will really help you with bringing in more new clients and customers and really starting to see why using Pinterest for your business is so important and why I love it so much. So go out there and get this done and we would love for you to tag us if you see any kind of growth in your business on your Pinterest from using the strategies in this episode. And we will have a new episode for you very soon. So until next time, ladies. That's it for this time, ladies. But if you have just a minute, it would make my day if you would write a review and share how much you love this podcast so that we can keep bringing you the best of the best. If you're not already subscribed to the newsletter or following along on Instagram, you can find me at Haley Luckadoo on all social media and at HaleyLuckadoo.net for this episode's show notes, the blog, the shop, and pretty much all the good stuff. I'll be bringing you a new episode very soon, but until then, Keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.